Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men quit pornography. So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Today, we are talking about focus because, wait, what were we talking about again? Because it's so easy to get distracted. Did you know that ADHD and the inability to focus is closely connected with unwanted sexual behavior? According to a study done by the Journal of Sexual Medicine, up to 60% of individuals seeking treatment for problematic porn usage also reported symptoms of ADHD, especially for men. So what does this mean? It means that ADHD and porn go together. They're closely connected, especially for men. And I'm no exception. I've struggled with ADHD since I was a little boy. I remember when I was eight years old, I used to bang my head against the wall because I wanted so badly to obey my parents, but I couldn't remember what they told me and I had so much trouble getting distracted. And then the next year, they took me to a psychologist who diagnosed me with ADHD. I bawled my eyes out. I was so distraught. And then they put me on medication for the next four years. Even into high school, even into college, people felt like they couldn't depend on me because distractions dominated my life. Thankfully, my story didn't end there. Since then, I've been able to achieve so much more than I thought was possible. Not only have I had over five years of freedom from all unwanted sexual behavior, I've also been able to publish my own book, Redeem Sexuality, And the biggest achievement was starting this business, starting husband material, helping men outgrow porn. This has created both impact on the kingdom of God and income for my family, supporting my dreams and supporting the people who I care about. And this has required the most discipline out of anything else. So if you want to hear how I went from distracted to disciplined, and if you've ever struggled with ADHD, this episode is for you. How did this all happen? Let me tell you, it started with getting inspired. When I was a kid, my parents tried to motivate me to do my chores and be more organized and be more disciplined and focus, just focus. It never worked. My elementary school teachers tried too. They gave me an agenda and in the calendar, I literally wrote one letter in each little box that said, I will never use this. Because anything that felt like structure or rigidity or rules just seemed constrictive and oppressive and restrictive. And I wanted nothing to do with it. Even when I got older and my friends couldn't depend on me because they knew how easily I would get distracted and how they couldn't count on me to be in places on time, I still didn't feel inspired. I didn't, still didn't feel like this was enough of a priority that I was actually going to make it a huge part of my life. I mean, sure, I wanted to be more reliable. I wanted people to feel like they could count on me. I wanted to achieve more in life, but not enough that I was actually going to get a calendar and an agenda and task lists. That just seemed like a horrible, gross, disgusting way to live my life. Until I read a book. The book was Free to Focus by Michael Hyatt. I have no relationship with Michael Hyatt. I don't make any money off of promoting his stuff, but it did change my life. Free to focus is a total productivity system to achieve more by doing less. And when I read that, I was like, that's what I want. I do want to achieve more. I have dreams that I want to pursue. And I also want to work smarter, not harder. So free to focus was 
the key. That's what inspired me. That's what got me started on this journey of productivity. And the result was incredible. The book was not enough. Information alone can't transform us. And so what I actually needed next was a system. If step one to defeating distraction is getting inspired, step two is getting a system. You need to get a system because inspiration alone is useless and information alone is powerless to change us. Only implementation can actually lead to the results we want. And implementation is the hard part. So when you have a system, you're not trying to just work it out through trial and error. You're following something proven. You're following something solid. And for me, the system that has helped me the most is Michael Hyatt's full focus planner. So he not only gave us a vision with inspiration and information on how to change, he's given us a system for implementation. And when I ask myself, what do I want to hold on to that's working? And what do I want to let go of that's not working? I found that for me, the full focus planner always works. I wonder what it is for you. I wonder what kind of system you will need. One of my first systems for trying to get more productive was post-it notes and writing a daily to-do list on all of my post-it notes. And at the end of the day, I would crumple up the post-it note and put it in the trash. And eventually my trash was full of these crumpled up pieces of paper. It was a system that I created on my own and it was working okay, but it wasn't great. Another system I tried was a gamified productivity system. This was an app called Habitica, where it's a video game in which you get magical items and rise to new levels by achieving your real life goals. And that was good for me because video games motivated me. And so it was a healthy on-ramp into greater levels of achievement. But the first and most foundational tool that I've ever had great success with is the Full Focus Planner. When I was writing my book, it took me three and a half years, but I feel like if I had this planner, it would have taken me one, maybe two max. My point is when it comes to productivity and focus and determination and discipline, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Find a system that works for you. For me, it's the Full Focus Planner. I wonder what it will take for you. And then after you are inspired, and after you've committed to choosing a system, it's time to get into a routine, especially morning rituals. And I emphasize this for all my individual clients. And I want to remind you that the way you start your day sets the tone. Here's what my morning ritual looks like on an average day. It starts with reading the Bible. I'll usually begin with a prayer that goes something like this. Spirit of God, use the word of God to do the work of God in me. And the specific words don't matter as much. What matters is that I'm opening myself to the voice of the one who loves me. That I'm connecting with my father who says, you are my beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. And this sets the tone for everything else that I do this day. Everything else is revolving around this reality that I am loved, secure, and that I have this intimate connection with the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. For me, that's a non-negotiable. That is what begins my day on the right foot. And the other most important part of my routine is regular exercise. For me, this usually involves running, but it can also mean swimming in the ocean or going for a hike up a mountain with a friend. Sometimes I like to play ultimate frisbee and the whole point of that is to provide a release for myself mentally, emotionally, physically, and to reset so that when I come back to work, when I come back home to my family, I'm able to be the Drew that God created me to be. I'm coming back to the life that he created me to live. And that's what defeating distraction is all about.
The problem is, even if we have a great routine, we still get distracted. So what do you do in those moments? You have to get some guardrails in place that you can implement immediately when you feel yourself beginning to drift. My favorite guardrail is deep belly breathing. This kind of breathing doesn't happen in your high chest area. It's closer to your belly button. And what it does is it floods your brain with oxygen. It plugs in your prefrontal cortex, which is the center of moral decision-making and impulse control. It calms you down when you're agitated and it wakes you up when you're apathetic or you're zoned out. And the point of deep belly breathing is simple. It gives you a few seconds of clarity, a feeling like you're in your right mind so that you can make a decision that you would want to make. In the context of freedom from porn, maybe it's just enough control to be able to call a friend. Maybe it's just enough control to take out your journal and start journaling. Maybe it's just enough control to open up your Bible and read the word or to go through some of the healing exercises that you've been practicing. Your guardrails, your routines, your systems, and your inspiration are all part of the tool belt that will take you into greater productivity, focus, defeating distraction, pursuing your dreams, and getting more deeply into freedom from porn and the life God has for you. If you want some more teaching from me on this, I'm providing an extensive free training for everyone who's watching or listening to this episode, and it's called Free From Day One. This will give you a detailed explanation of exactly what I assign to my private individual coaching clients in the Husband Material Coaching Program to help them get free from day one. Many of them have been able to achieve incredible results in freedom from porn because this system allows them to pursue exactly what they were created for. You can get access to this training at the link below. And always remember, my friend, you are God's beloved son. In you, he is well pleased.